It didn't take much more than a bottle and two chairs to make a speakeasy. This is what Daniel Okrent said in his book, Last Call, The Rise and Fall of Prohibition. Today, join us for some stories. Get your own bottle, glass, mug, and relax. This is Speak Easily, and I'm your host, Krista Stoffer. Theater. I don't go to theater thinking I'm going to see people naked. Right. Like I'm going to see their junk. No. I mean, I literally go for the story at that point. Yeah. I'm like, if I want to watch, if I want to be my voyeur self, I'll stay at home and watch the videos that allow that. But there you go. There's wow. plenty of them out there now. This is a great way to start our conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no holds barred. No. No, but I mean that is true. Like that's what. No, I'm it like, is, and that's we were we were just discussing nudity. On, Wait, are we recording stage. right now? Yeah. No, we're not. <laughs> I haven't even interviewed. I didn't even introduce, introduce or anything. You oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Why are you freaking out? I don't know. I'm fine. Don't freak out. It's good. You All have right. your Santa hat on and a cup of Kahlua coffee. That's true. This should be, and you just had a massage. I did. I'm very relaxed. It was lovely. <laughs> no, I was. I was like, it was so Did you good. Fall asleep? No, because he's a little painful. That's why Amanda didn't like it. But I love it because I feel like he's definitely putting his money's work into it. Or his is it like deep tissue? Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, I I say some f bombs in my massage. Do you? And then I apologize directly after because I feel bad about it. But it's okay. But at least he knows. Yeah. And especially because I've been doing a cycling class, and so I can tell, yeah. like, certain, like, there were things that do not normally hurt that did, and I was like, <gasps> like, oh. it's like where I'm like, I don't know, want to bite my pillow, kind of. <laughs> Just go home and bite my pillow. <laughs> <laughs> right? It is one of those where you're like, uh, this is, it's. it's your bastard well, people. It, normally, like, even when I'm, like, he'll do, like, this thing in the on pecs, your, where he goes, like, underneath the yeah, pec, yeah. and, like, kind of rips like to make Ooh. it painful and that hurts. That's that's yeah. the only consistent hurt part. But lately like with some of the workouts um well when I I did like the Ricky, I did six mm-hmm. sessions with yeah. him personal training. Yeah. And I was all right. Um <laughs> oops. <laughs> <laughs> um but <laughs> cuz he was very like early on. It's like you're paying to have someone oh train you that is obviously doing it from a book. Okay. That is also still getting used to what they're doing. Yeah. But he was a friend, so That's I did it for that reason. That's a lot to learn, though. And he's mm-hmm. done, like, the Jebby dancing for free for me a couple of times. Yeah. So. so I guess this is a good time to mention who you are. <laughs> I can't believe we've been recording this whole part right now. <laughs> That's how we roll. Oh, good. <clears throat> so this is this is Speak Easily with Krista Stoffer, and my guest today <laughs> is one of my favorite people. You are one of my favorite people in the world. I want, I want you to know that. Thank you. I haven't even had any Kahlua, and I'm saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, but, you keep calling out. It's day drinking. What are you talking about? It's, I mean, it could be 7 o'clock at night. Nobody's going to know. That's, oh, it's yes, it's evening. Yeah, right? It's evening. It's and 11 p.m. 11 p.m. And this is with me today is Jeb Bigelow. Hi. <laughs> and I brought you on just because you're fun. And Thank you. We obviously have a hard time talking about everything in the world. Oh, my God. So, (laughs) (laughs) I like I never heard that we even started. (laughs) Well, that's part of it. That's that's really good. You got me. I I didn't. I didn't do it. I have no control over this. I'm literally just talking. Don't you? (laughs) Don't you? (laughs) Don't you? As you see, as you see her topless interviewing me. We are not. (laughs) Stop it! No, uh, no, I am not topless. Oh my gosh! Do you see my? I am really glad. No, my face is beet red right now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm really glad that nobody sees. <laughs> so, I, <clears throat> one, I am not topless. Bottomless. 
<laughs> I'm like mimosas on a Sunday brunch. <laughs> Forno. If you mention places, do you get like free Sunday brunches? If you, I don't know. Forno. 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 <laughs> Forno. Uh, <laughs> Just keep saying it over again. Forno. Forno. Try Forno for oh, brunch. Forno. Forno. Although has... it's not bottomless anymore, they have it's bottle service, so it's like twenty dollars for a bottle of champagne. That's with. still a pretty good price on it. It is it? pretty good. And then you can make them at your level. That's true. If you want to have a little more mim and a less osa, you know, I don't yeah. know what that means. I just made that up. Yeah, I like more of a 50-50, but. Do you? A lot of the people I was with on last weekend, mm-hmm. they have like. <laughs> 75 and. 90-10. like oh, gosh. Like so much of it is champagne. So just I'm have like, champagne then. Like, don't even bother with the orange juice. And just say it's not a mimosa. And just be like, I'm having champagne. I'm having champagne for breakfast. I see nothing wrong with that. It sounds really good. It does. I, I mean, Christmas is coming up. So it's about that time. Or it's already happened. If this or is it's happening for later. Yeah, it probably will have already happened by this point. So. Jeb, you and I met. I don't even remember when you and I met. Was it after a show? During a show? I think, like, we I knew who you were. We were never in a show were. together. We were like, never. Mm-hmm. I knew who you were. My first, I heard about you. What was first, Avenue Q or Avenue Q. Sunny in the Park? Avenue Q. So I heard about you. Mm-hmm. Because weren't you the replacement? I was the replacement. For? For Carmen. For Carmen. Yeah, so I did Avenue Q with CatCo. Mm-hmm. Carmen played Carmen Keels, who's phenomenal, mm-hmm. and a dear friend via social media only. We never had met, but we became friends via social media. Um, and so when she, when they were doing the, the re-upping of the show. Which she, was during the Jebby Awards. By which you. was during the Jebby Awards. Which I thought CatCo was trying to like be mean and put no. a show up against the Jebbies. No. Which I, I know since then that that's not true. That's not true at all. But so I replaced Carmen's character. Um, yeah. Did we uh, meet after that? No. I just knew who, that's when I first heard oh, about okay. you. And I think, because yeah. <clears throat> then I knew you were either, um, I feel like Sunny in the Park was the first thing I saw you. Mm. Know. Would that be right? Or was it um, Did you see Spelling Bee? Spelling Bee was before. Spelling George. Bee was before? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. You were so good in Spelling Bee. Thank you. That was so you and fun. Ralph, like I could watch. We, I just, I just, every time I see that show, like, and I'll see good versions of it yeah. everywhere because I, I love that show. But yeah. I'm like, I don't know if anyone will compete with you and Ralph as those two characters. He made it so easy. Like, I mean, he scared me to death also because yeah. it's like, you don't know what's going to come out of his mouth ever. But he, he's so quick at every single thing that he does because that show is kind of unpredictable mm-hmm. but you also had a nice like you have a I don't know because you had to kind of be like a <laughs> motherly figure to the kids that were there but not like full yeah. mother like you're like still sassy and it's kind of what I am still like, you still like to, you like to see them fail a little bit too like I love that it was like that nice, com- nice combination of Thank knowing you, you better I yeah. could see that like where you're like you have that but you're also like I want to see you work for it or whatever Yeah. like I don't want to see you I'm not going to Thank you. I don't know. But then Sunday in the Park, you were fantastic. And a show that I... Such a great show. It was really good. So you are obviously a theater person. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, now I I want to... I know a little bit, but you were born in Ohio. Yes, Van Wert, Ohio. Well, well, I was born in Van Wert, but I grew up in the country in Van Wert County. That's up in the northeast. Yes, if you think between where Lima, Ohio is, where Glee was allegedly happening. Oh, seriously? That's where Glee was supposed to take place. In Lima? <laughs> and we called it Slimy Limey, which there's no way. Glee would never. <laughs> anyway, so there's Lima and then Fort Wayne, Indiana. It's oh. kind of like in between those. So okay. like, hmm. that's where I grew up in that so area, in the, in the country around cornfields and Aww. things like that. 
in an it, old farmhouse, but I wasn't a farmer. Did you? So your family wasn't? They were not farmers necessarily. Mm-mm. My dad worked for, or when he retired, he's mm-hmm. still I, for GM and Defiance. Okay. He worked at a foundry, and my okay. mom was a stay-at-home mom until she started working mm-hmm. at a like she worked retail. Once I got, yeah. I was the baby, so once I got old enough to like make my own breakfast and stuff to go yeah. to school. You have a sister, right? And a brother. And a brother. Mm-hmm. I was baby of three. Yep. <clears throat> but they're a lot older. How Not much? Older, what's the age span? Uh, my sister is five years older, and my brother's nine years older. So you were kind of, kind of an only child for yeah, a little bit. I think that's where my imagination came, and a lot of the um, <laughs> shocker. <laughs> I know. Growing up in the country where there's no kids really nearby, you had to kind of you had to make up your play own games life. by yourself. Mm-hmm. So I did a lot of like, um, and I like numbers. Yeah. So I would do a lot of like once I'd see something, like. I don't know, the Olympics with figure skating or mm-hmm. whatever. I remember seeing that or like the or um, Miss America pageant or whatever. Yeah. And I'd see all the scores and I love statistics. So I should have probably done something there. <laughs> but I would like come up with my own with people that I knew and have them like all written out on paper and yeah. like roll dice to figure out what their scores were to see who like got the gold medal versus the silver wow. versus the bronze. So I was that. This is a side of you I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's how that all started. Even like with the, and I loved award shows and that's where yeah. like, the Jebbies came from. Yes. Well, even before they were the Jebby Awards. The Jebby ones, yeah. I um, loved watching them, but I always get mad that things that I didn't, the things yeah. that I liked didn't win or get nominated, which also, right. I, I was, you know, 13 or 14 at the time. <laughs> so I'm sure my, I wasn't watching the Oscar nominated films in those days. Did you do theater there? Like, mm-hmm. you didn't. I didn't Did they do have theater. Um, or singing or? Uh, my dad. Is a, was a lead singer in a band, so I grew okay. up around that a lot, and I, I'd a, sing. They were, did like covered old rock and roll. Oh, that's cool. So I didn't know that. He sang or played mm-hmm. instruments. He was the singer. Yeah. Okay. He hated being in front of people though, so he would like normally really? drink and close his eyes in front. But they would they oh. did they did well. Yeah. For the area, they would that's get. That's cool. So I remember that every New Year's Eve they'd always play. So I'd go. Yeah. Like, stay with my grandparents or whatever. Aww. But so that was my like. Uh, uh, singing background, right. I guess. Which I even when. When I did theater, like my senior year, like we went such a small high school, they mm-hmm. only did like they didn't do musicals, so I did like yeah. a play to try to like push up my um, resume for college. Oh, okay. And then I ended up really liking it, so I was yeah. like, oh, I'm going to try this when I get to Ohio Northern. Oh. And I auditioned for like Romeo and Juliet, mm-hmm. and I got in a small part there. And then the musical theater director seeked me out because, of course, they always need yeah. men in musicals, right. and they like to sing. And I'm like, uh, by myself. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like, well, sure. and I took some voice lessons and then oh, wow. gotten a lot of, went more down a musical theater path and yeah. then did like a theater minor in school. Because your major was? Pharmacy. Pharmacy. I, work I wanted to call it pharmaceuticals, but pharmaceuticals, that's not right. No, it's a pharmacist. I'm a pharmacist. You're a pharmacist. Mm-hmm. What kind of a degree is that? Um, I have the Bachelor of Pharmacy. Okay. Um, I'm, this makes me seem old. Stop it. <laughs> but I, <laughs> when I graduated, it was still an option of whether you did the bachelor or you went to the doctorate, which was only one oh, year more. And it seriously? was like, mm-hmm. how long is the whole process to get the degree? I went for five years. Now it's six years at Ohio Northern. Okay. Um, but the only the sixth year, all they do <laughs> is go and work for 11 months or like oh, do so rotation. Doing, so you're yeah. paying to work somewhere to get your doctorate. Um <laughs> Wow. So for me, I, and that helps when you do like consulting or work in more of a clinical setting. Mm-hmm. But I always knew I wanted to be around people and do more of a fancy retail job, yeah. which is what I always say. It's like a glorified, knowledgeable retail position. You're very knowledgeable. So it's yeah. like that's what I wanted to go more towards. Okay. And I knew that that wouldn't help me, especially because I probably would have stayed because I was afraid to enter the workforce. But yeah. our 
my scholarship stopped for my sixth year. So I was like, oh, I guess I should. I guess I'm done. I'm not going to take and a 30,000 year of loans. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. Nope. For one year that. at Ohio Northern to go work somewhere else. And Ohio Northern. So that wouldn't have been too far from home. What, half About an hour? About 45 minutes. 45? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because that's in Ada. Yeah. Ada, Ohio. Ada, Ohio. If that doesn't bring out your Michigan accent, I don't know what does. I don't know. It's terrible. But it was fun. And it had a great theater program. I made all my mm-hmm. friends with theater. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. It was, was it a it big lovely. program? It was trying to be, yeah. And okay. I got to do, I was very fortunate. They had a beautiful space. Mm. Got to learn a lot. Like I said, I was never, I never quite got a huge role, but I yeah. would get some featured stuff once in a while. Okay. But I wasn't a major, so that yeah. normally uh, really yeah. affected what you would get there. But it was right. enough to like keep me involved. Mm-hmm. And once I got established, once I moved here for uh, to Columbus for work, I I took about a year and then I started to like do feelers of where could I possibly do a show here maybe. Yeah, because you've – what was your first show you did here? <laughs> uh, it was Lend Me a Tenor. Okay. A straight play, but it's got singing. Um, yeah. Out in Newark at Licking County Players. Oh, my goodness. Which I have not worked at since. What year is that? <laughs> <laughs> 2001. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So. So how far away from college were you at that point? I graduated in 2000, so oh, I did give, so I did give right myself away. a year, yeah. but I was, like, working on the east side of town anyway, so it wasn't, okay. it wasn't that much, and I was living there at the same time, so mm-hmm. that wasn't much of a drive compared to when I was like, ooh, was I it, don't want to live here, I want to yeah. live downtown. Uh, where did you move first? Uh, I was in Reynoldsburg first, okay, and then I moved to, well, like, Tussing Road or Tussing Road, mm-hmm. however you want to call it out there, and then two murders happened while I was there. Oh, but they were both, okay. But they were both, like, a man killing his girlfriend or his whatever, so. Uh, does that make it so, better? <laughs> I was less worried. So it's not, it wasn't quite that bad. Of it a wasn't. Cra- it was. It was scary and crazy that it was happening in my apartment complex. But I was like, well, it's not like some people are randomly murdering guys, you know. Like, <laughs> I'm not sure I understand your. Okay. Anyway. I felt less. I wanted to get out of there, but I so well, I, I moved to Brewery District. They had like um, above the Greystone Winery. They had. Oh, um, yeah overpriced <laughs> rental places really? that I was like with my expendable income at the time I went and mm-hmm. lived there and then yeah. they turned those into condos so I moved to Brewer's Yard and then I bought my house after that and you're in Clintonville yes which led I to the Jebbies which led yes. to the Jebbies yeah so let's let if that's what you're asking about today I, I will know. well that was something I wanted to ask you about because I've okay so anyway the Jebby Awards mm-hmm. you are now in your 27th God. is this 27 26 um, it's 27. It's 27, yes. So 27 years ago, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I, well, no, I was. I was just a, I was a little young teenager that you early, early teenager. Yeah, yeah. That um, over my Christmas break, I thought I was obsessed with music, like to the point where I would like listen to the radio and like tally mark when I would hear songs. So I'd have like my most heard songs versus my favorite songs. Yeah. Um, a lot of again, a lot of statistical mind yeah. frame. Um, but that I would helps I, you organize things that probably yes, yeah, yeah, and that's like kind of it's yeah. very mind probably based. Um, mm-hmm. So back then, I was like movies, music, and TV. I was very obsessed with all mm-hmm. all, the th- all the three things in award shows. So I thought I'm gonna write my own out, and I just wrote them yeah. on. I'd come up and I'd have them on paper, and once they were official, it was official. I couldn't touch them anymore. Oh my and gosh! And I had them. I had that's them, awesome. and they were there. Yeah. And so every year I would do that during Christmas break. Did you just for you? Just when, for me. Didn't tell anyone else about it. Okay. I, I eventually told someone, because I also did at the same time a top 
whether it was 25 songs or top 40, I had my, cause I, I well, it used to be my dream job is to be like Rick, uh, Casey Kasem actually oh, yeah. and do a top 40. But I didn't realize that the DJ didn't actually pick the songs. So oh, I wanted to actually come up with the top 40 anything. and yeah, I didn't okay. have say in it. I didn't so know that. Okay. That was, so that, that also went yeah. into that. So I had a lot of like records of songs that I liked and stuff okay. like that for a long time. So I would have like, Ooh, this is definitely a big song for me. So it's going to be up for my song of the year and stuff like that. And so I had like, yeah, I did this for years and years and years yeah. um, and did didn't really tell people. I told like my, my sister's friend found out once I did a top 40 and she'll still ask about that yeah. once in a while. Did you keep them? I have a lot of them, yes. Yeah. Okay. There's somewhere on paper. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, could you imagine if there was a fire? Because I'm like, I just have to go grab them all. Because <laughs> <laughs> my memory's not that saying. great. We were trying to catalog a bunch of the you've old got, ones. You've got to get that stuff in like. I consistently have done it since 95 or 96. Because I, yeah. I thought once I go to college, because I went to college in 95, I was like, mm-hmm. I should probably stop this. I should probably stop doing a top 25. I didn't stop the awards thing, but I was like, <laughs> then I've like realized I'm like, oh, I could do it here too. I still have time. I yeah. can do this in college. I can still have my top my favorite songs. And so. Because you do listen to a ton of music. I do. I still listen to current music. Yeah. Um, it is a little bit different now. Like I feel like yeah. sometimes I feel older, but sometimes I'm like, oh my God, Ariana Grande. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got to admit, I kind of like her stuff too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So there's some that where I'm like, mm, like some of them, like I don't, I haven't quite gotten to like the obsession with Drake and things like that. But I'm like, I like him, but I don't mm. like where people like he's the number one. I'm always like, cause I watch billboard charts all yeah. the time. And I'm like, how is that song? Like the most popular, like mm. so many streams. I'm like, where yeah. am I? But. Okay. So, so you're in college, you're mm-hmm. continuing to do this. The sheets. Yep. When did it become a show? Like, when did you say, I want people to come over and listen to this? <laughs> it wasn't even me. Uh, oh. <laughs> well, technically. They, I just got encouraged. In okay. 2005, uh, Amanda, mm-hmm. you know, Amanda, I should Amanda I say her, Co- her name? Amanda Cawthorn Short. Amanda Cawthorn Short. <laughs> and I, um, she was, I was buying a house in August of 2005. And I was like, it's a big house. And I was like, I want, I was like, we were really good friends at the time. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you should come live there and rent a room oh, and stuff like yeah. that. And so she did that. And then, when she did that, I was like, well, there's something I have to tell you. And she thought it was going to be something like, I don't know, like scary. I don't know. I keep thinking of like. I murder people. Yeah, I murder people. <laughs> Remember those murders in the apartment I have complex? some horrible disease. No. <laughs> right. But it was the fact that I was like, I do like an award thing every year and a top music thing. Yeah. And she's like, that's kind of cool. You should have like a ceremony. Because like we're now like yeah. a little bit delved into the theater scene. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, that would be fun. So we had like nine of us that got do together. Re- do you remember who? One was like a guy that I was dating at the time. Then one was Amanda. (laughs) (laughs) Patrick Walters was there. Um, My friend Cheryl at the time, who was a pharmacist. My my friend Jason, who I call Trolley. Trollop, actually, but I call him Trolley now (laughs) to be more respectful. He's he's my best gay friend back back in the day. He's pretty up there still. I'm trying to think who else was there. There was like, yeah, it was just like eight or nine so people. So just kind of a random mix mm-hmm. of people. Random mix of people. Yeah. I didn't want to make a big deal about it because I was still kind of embarrassed about everything. So that was the thing too. I wasn't mm-hmm. like proud of this at yeah. the time. But we did like a whole little ceremony and had like a reveal of all the winners and stuff like that. And I thought, okay, that was fun. So the next year, mm-hmm. like that, people started talking about it more. And so theater people, of course, like, I want to come to this. Yeah. Like Kim Garrison Hopcraft, I want to come to this. And like that kind of thing. You right. get people that I knew from theater. And I was like, oh, okay. And so the next year I added um, a local theater category. Because were you seeing all these shows? I no. mean, I was just seeing people that I, I became friends with more people and I yeah. would see shows. Okay. So maybe I saw like 
15 shows a year, 20. Which is still quite a bit. Yeah. It's still decent. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're supporting your friends and stuff like that. Yeah. That are all in theater. And mm-hmm. so I would go. And I would, that was just, and I, I was still experimenting with how to like make it work. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that'll keep their attention. Yeah. Like if I have one word about like them. Inserting. So of course, and then of course of the five nominees, it was like four of the people that were there, like four of my great friends were there. And then this guy named Chris Greiner, who was in Jesus Christ Superstar at CCT. Yeah. And I, who won but him, who I had no <laughs> idea who it was. And all my friends are like, what? And I'm like, but I'm supposed to pick the best one or my favorite. <laughs> because mad. it's your, but it's yours yeah. though. I mean, so in this, so... <laughs> no, this is fascinating to me. So because you, because you, even speaking as a DJ, you were like, I want to, I want to pick it. Yeah. I want to be the one to pick the winners. Yeah. Okay. For some reason, I always want to pick the winners. Okay. And so. I still like, and it's funny because I don't, that is probably the hardest thing now. I'm like getting down to the, because I keep myself at a, I'm going to have five nominees and five, five nominees yeah. or how many ever like are right. set for us categories. Yeah. I'm very much specific. Like I'm not going to veer from this. No. And then it's like, once I had to pick a winner, I'm like, oh. Because a lot of times I'm like, it was hard enough to get down to five sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it's easy to get down to five. Yeah, that's true. I mean, lead male in a musical. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Columbus. <laughs> You're not giving me all the options that yeah. I need sometimes. No, yeah. I'm teasing. There are yeah. plenty of well-deserved people. It's just that it's it's less. Like, mm-hmm. compared to, like, if you're talking about female supporting in a right. musical, where I'm like, every show you see, there's probably, like, one yeah. woman that's killing it that's in a supporting role, if right. not... Multiple. Yeah. Yeah. I remember like when Lame Is happened or whatever, and I'm like, of course there's like four people I could nominate. Yeah. And I'm not gonna have like a Lame Is category. No, no. That kind of thing. I don't know. So okay, let's travel travel back. So that first year you started kind of throwing people in. Oh no, it was at my house. It was at your house. Nine people. Like in the next year it was like yes, in the living room. Next year more people wanted to come. It was like twenty three, I think was the the count. Um And we did that in my living room as well. It was a very long ceremony, and people, some people weren't really paying attention, so that yeah. got on my nerves, and I thought I had worked a lot at this. So I also right. realized the importance of holding the audience's attention. <laughs> um, like every year, you learn something yeah. new about putting do this you, on. Do you serve food or drinks? or um, Normally drinks. It, it was like a party okay. at the time. And then like even the next year, it was still at my house. Mm-hmm. There was 30-some people. We had like... Uh, Scott Underwood from Marysville had given us a lot of funeral chairs because I had just been in forum with him. And so oh. we had like a very specific, like oh, wow. there were smaller, like we we're trying to cram yeah. as many people in there. Right. So in the following year, I'm like, I guess I have to rent a venue. So then <laughs> the Holiday Inn in Worthington. Like, like this a, way. just yeah, like a, a party, a, their party room or whatever. Like wow. one of the big. So how many people were there. that year? Do you remember? Um, Probably like 50 to 60 Wow. I think that year. So every year, it's it keeps almost growing. like doubled on its, it's own. It's kind of like <clears throat> come to its own. Like there's normally like 320 or so, three, that, about that, that comes now. Um, so you're in Worthington. Yeah, I was at Worthington. Yeah. And that was a lot different. Well, then I realized how many how much people drank. <laughs> I mean, in a great before. way. But I was like, there was like, they had a one bar and there's one bartender. And I remember like we had the oh. intermission and I was like, Oh crap, this is taking forever. Yeah. yeah, you're like trying to get, because we had like opening numbers again and you're like trying to get everything together. Because I would try to be like, I loved award shows a lot. So I was always trying to be like yeah. as close, like including like writing cheesy mm-hmm. banter and Which stuff like you that. Do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even that year I had Patrick host it, where people think I always hosted it. And I was like, oh. sometimes I would try different people yeah. hosting it. But then I was like, what's your awards? You should host it. Yeah. I'm like, it is, yeah, I guess. Were you giving out actual awards at that point? Yes. Okay. But they were like, little trophy things yeah. little plastic trophies yeah and it was actually my my ex mm-hmm. <laughs> he's the one who said you should really give out something that people want yeah <laughs> and i was like "Ooh, Ooh burn okay. i was like thanks but um oh. it was but then i went to like a crystal award which right. is like 
it's cute. They're it's nice. Yeah, I mean, I would really be pretty. it'd be amazing to have like my own personal like. You can one. make your own, honey. <laughs> my own crystal. I mean, it is like it's like, but it's a standard. Do you want to win one? You want to win one? No. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. People always wonder why. I'd, like, do you want to nominate? No, I don't want to. It's against the point. I, yeah. Because most of the time, I also say one of the things I like. So now it's become like just a celeb celebrification mm-hmm. of local theater and like trying to have a really happy, positive night because I can be just as you know, tear down as anyone else can be. Because it's easy to tear down a show when you see it. It is. Or just something you don't like about it. So it's nice to have, like, a nice celebration of stuff. And it, I also say that I'm not... I only have a theater minor. I didn't get into theater till mm-hmm. late. I can only watch what I like. Yeah. And so that's why I call it, as opposed to saying that you're the best, I never include the best. I say you're the blank of the year. You're my entertainer of the year. Yeah. You're this of the year. Because... Mm-hmm. You might not be the best, but to me, but you left you the biggest impression for me. Yeah. Like that performance was fantastic. Yeah. Like, and I, that's why I'm like, sometimes the nominations, I'm like, oh, the nominations, I wish that meant more. And you're trying to make, that's even like the videos came from that. Like, I want people to know, like, I'm not the oh only gosh. one that thinks that you're the one that thought they were so, cool. so good. I, and honestly, I love, I love watching those. Yeah. Um, let me let me just wax poetic to you because <laughs> no I I do and I will say this to anybody that asks about it or describe the Jebbies or talk about it I say is that you the reason that I think that you have become one of my favorite people even before we actually got to know each other just this sense of community that you bring and that's that to me is what the awards is mm-hmm. yes it doesn't matter if you win or lose it doesn't matter yeah it's it's you know you liked it yeah. but you bring everybody together and it's just like Let's just celebrate each other. Yeah. You know, it's not like let's all vote for the favorite person that we had, which other entities do. Yes. So it's not a popularity thing. It's not a I think you do a really good job of keeping it truly your opinion. Yeah. Because a lot of times you don't even know the person. Correct. It's happened multiple times where I've met the person when they win. And yeah. that sometimes helps because I'm like, the more I know someone, the right. more I know what they're capable of. And so yeah. maybe I expect more or I expect yeah. a certain different, uh, I don't know, like, yeah, like, of course, I'm going to know Ralph's going to be good and goofy if I'm going to bring, like, but he's a great example because yeah. Ralph Scott is good in whatever he does. He really is. Um, yeah. And of course, he's going to be like, if it's a goofy role, he's mm-hmm. going to be fantastic. But yeah. if he's like, it's not going to be like, oh, is this something new? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, you can see certain people always be great, right. but like, what are they doing new or they different, something? or right. that, the, or they're like them at their peak. Their peak. Like this is like yeah. this is this like is the, early, the role when that I they... saw him in that one, Sherlock. Yes. I forget the cat coat. It's not um, I, um, Baskerville. Basker, uh, yeah. When he was doing that, where I'm like, this is like Ralph at his best. It's like seeing yeah. this is why he's as good at this mm-hmm. as he is. Like Absolutely. you're like he's obviously he could do this in any show that you I, put him in. Yeah. But I'm like, this is showing in a great example of him. So that's right. a, an example right. of that where I'm like, yeah, because I'm like, there's certain people that are always going to be give you something really good. Like mm-hmm. certain there's certain musical people that are going to be great vocalists every right. time, or they're going to do this great. And yeah. like for most time it's but like what are they bringing extra or yeah. bringing. Or a different character, or something unexpected, yeah. or I don't know. Or no, it just fun. pulled you so much in. That, yeah, yeah. But again, in, in with the, I guess going back to the interviews again is normally mm-hmm. that's that's where it all stemmed because I'm like the thing is, and back when I started those, I didn't necessarily know everyone as well as anyone mm-hmm. else either. Yeah. So it's come sometimes I'm like it's nice to hear that you might not know that. I don't. Uh, I don't 
random theater person yeah. saw you in the show, let mm-hmm. alone thought you were really great in right. it. So like yeah. this is showing now it's a little more. I, I can see where like now that people I think it, it has helped people be more aware of each other mm-hmm. and like companies that may not cross over as much have had a little more crossover Absolutely. because of the yeah. the event and the, the mm-hmm. as Acacia likes to call it theater prom like it's yeah, like we, a thing where you come prom. in you like yeah. everyone comes in everyone dresses up and um but it, it kind of it, it's now exposed more people to each other but at mm-hmm. the time <clears throat> that's what I liked I was like well you know Krista might not know that. Jessica Lehner loved her in this show, but yeah. and maybe, yeah. you know you know her, but right. it's like sometimes it's nice to hear and to hear, and to hear like mm-hmm. genuinely. So that's why I genuinely hear why someone likes right or why that affected why that, you or yeah. why it touched what, you what, or, or or even just the person in general. Yeah. You know, and I always feel bad because you you're kind enough to let me speak on your interviews, which mm-hmm. I always laugh at because. I don't see much. <laughs> well, no, most people don't. I said when everyone always says that, I'm like, I barely saw anything. I'm like, well, you might have seen like 10 things, but I'm like, you're not going to see like, I'm going to be like at 89 this year, which is like my oh record. My gosh. So I'm like, that's like, you're not going to be there. No one. Yeah. Like, nobody's going to be problem. I'm crazy. What are you talking about? Well, <laughs> and it's hard because it's, I, I think you and I are very similar. We just love a lot of people. Yeah. It, we just love. Um, I would say that in general, I mean, I could go real dark. No, I'm kidding. In general, I like to have I a more. I hate everyone, actually. I like to be a more optimistic and see better in people. I do. I, I, I fully agree. Um, so, in general, when I see something, like I really do, even if I would say, even if I've like drunkenly said something negative about someone as a mm-hmm. performer, rarely do I, rarely do I mean it in a really spiteful way. Because mm-hmm. normally, I'm like, I really want to see them do better. Yeah. Because I'll say that in general, I'm like the theater community across the board like if sometimes if they just had better directors they could be mm-hmm. they, they'd all right. perform better yeah. um i'd say there's probably like maybe five people in town that i'd be like i'm done i'm done seeing them on stage if i if i could pick but i won't tell you who and we will be posting that list <laughs> <laughs> i'm teasing there's really there's, I, not. there's really not yeah. i probably have like yeah but I, I, joke, I joke at that sometimes where I'm like, mm, or maybe some, where I want to be like, instead of having so many theater companies, let's have like an acting lessons area. Like where where can we have like the group that's putting on this show go take some acting lessons? Because even me, I would take acting lessons. Well, like in, there's a couple places in town. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking as an acting coach, I... <laughs> right? But I mean, right? No, I, see, I agree. And I said, it's a thing like you get... You get a little lax about your craft. You get very lax about your craft. I actually, and that's why some people are very similar to what they do every time because right. you're like, you this is what I see. You're not challenging yourself. No. Even yeah. me for doing shows, like I, I still perform, and mm-hmm. luckily I get to maybe perform twice a year. But normally it's because I'm pushing myself to try to do something different. Yeah. Or like with Pleasure Guild, it mm-hmm. wasn't like Cosworth was like, this is my right dream role. It's more yeah. the fact that I was like, this is for a great cause. It is. Yeah, Pleasure Guild. And I and I loved I loved playing Cosworth, and I found it way more. Um, rewarding than I thought I would as 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 a character because Pleasure Guild all of the all of the funds go to Nationwide Children's, Nationwide Children's Hospital Children's. the okay. hospice and palliative care so of course like yeah. you're sobbing when you think oh, about it course. every time yeah but I'm like between that and then whereas like Priscilla came up mm-hmm. and I was like well I've never done drag before this will be fun it'll be like so it's like challenging yourself yeah. sometimes it's scary but it's like yeah. to me I don't just it's not just I don't I don't have luckily I don't have to perform to make money Mm-hmm. I'm very fortunate there. Yeah. Luckily, I don't. I'm not at a point in my life where I perform to make friends. That's how mm-hmm. it started. Yeah. And yeah. I don't perform to um, just perform, which it seems like some people like just love it that much. Yeah. So it's like that combination. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to do it for a living as much. Like I don't no. think I could. Yeah. But. Okay. 
I don't know. That's, I don't know where yeah. that was going from, but I'm no, like, I do see people that can do it. And I'm like, I'm proud of yeah. like where you watch people and they can deliver every time. I'm like, look at you, Eli Bricky, go make money. Seriously. Eli. I'm like, you're just so talented. I'm like, I'm tired of like, I said, sometimes I watch her and I'm like, this is going to be awful because people already think I'm obsessed, but I'm obsessed. I'm, I'm obsessed with her. But you watch and you're like, it. I love that girl. I'm like, I don't understand. Like I was already expecting her to be good. And then I'm like, oh no, she's fantastic. She's fantastic every time. Like, okay. Okay. She's, yeah. Where I'm like I, a little jealous and I'm like, that's I not know. normally me. I and know. I'm like, I'm not going to be up against Eli Bricky for a part, but you're like, I'm glad I'm not. <laughs> Well, there may be a day. I don't know. There may be a day. She is that diverse. There could be a day. <laughs> she you know. could easily beat me out of. She she's the she's, next Cogsworth. Sorry. She's, <laughs> it's done. It's written. They're going to reboot done. it and she's there. <laughs> She'd be no. great in it. Of course. There are certain people. No, I mean, I just, it is. And that's probably, I'm always, I gravitate toward people that just like you see and like, I like to learn things from people. And mm-hmm. I think that's why the nice thing about theater in yeah. general, every third theater person has their background and why they got into it and what mm-hmm. they do. And, I find it really interesting, and because um, most people have like the the fact that they love it enough to go up and do it, yep, is a huge, it's huge, huge. I mean, and they're all most of the shows I see, they're doing it for free or yeah. nearly free. Right. Like they can say, "Oh, I only do it for pay. I get paid a hundred dollars for this." But I'm like, right. "That is is that how?" That's, and when you stretch that of all the time yeah. that you're spending and all the work you're putting into it, that is nothing. It's a gentle. It's a thing. It's a little thank you money at that point. So, but yeah, no, so I'm like, I'm always impressed that people really want to. Do yeah. that do that work. Right. I just said And a, most of them are that it's extremely part time. It's you oh, know yeah. even the people that do several shows a year, they still have full time work. Yeah. Often so no one can really like put like as much as they want to into no. shows. No. I, said, I don't know. I just feel bad. That's the hardest thing about the awards too. I'm always like, Oh, I hope people don't think I don't like them because I've never nominated them. But I'm like, I do like them. I just I'm like I when you I'm also not like a dishonest person. Like no, I would never not. I don't think I would ever nominate someone that I'm like I don't think they remotely deserve it. Like that kind I of know. thing. Well, and you said to me before, I'm so sorry. Not necessarily remotely, but like, like top five. I'm like, I'm picking a top five. Right. And I'm seeing from across. But you, you've seen so much. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not like, not like I don't like such and such in the show. It's not like I don't think you do good. There are just other five people that you like that more. That I like that more. Yeah. It's I'll not my list. Bad. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't hate someone. Like, I'm like right. it's rare that I'd be like, oh, they should, I again, like them. I said, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it's a rare thing where I'm like, they're so missed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's in in the same vein. It's it's like you go to a restaurant and something's wrong with the food. Mm-hmm. You can't necessarily always blame the server. person. You can't oh, always yeah. always blame the kitchen. You got to look at the director. I think that's why like yeah. even when I like I directed for the first mm-hmm. time like 2 years ago, I think that's where and even I've been told by multiple people that that's mm-hmm. probably where this is leading because I can see yeah. that because I do I like to have um I said that sometimes they just need a better director or mm-hmm. someone that has more of and sometimes with like the onslaught of theater, mm-hmm. like it's not, I don't think it's that there's too many companies or there's too many shows going yeah. on. I think that directors either are working too much and they can't really yeah. be passionate about a project. Right. And I feel that's a big part of it. Yeah. I mean, unless you're like a professional director, they can come in and do a show in a couple of weeks and yeah. really put on a right well-oiled show. But yeah. for some of these like smaller companies that don't have that money to hire mm-hmm. such and such, I mean, they're just getting who they can. And so you're putting yeah. a show together right. for love, but I'm like, some people aren't. Like, I feel yeah. like you you see it where you're like, mm, that didn't quite, nothing mm-hmm. nothing felt like. Nothing was really in there. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I agree with you, too, in that I think that there's just not enough opportunity or classes once you're yeah. doing your craft. Yeah. And I, I miss that. If somebody yeah. were to host, like, a, an improv workshop, 
Mm-hmm. That would be great. And I know people do. A lot of times it's the finances that are yeah. the challenge. I did that but... free one while it was free, but it was like sponsored, the one that mm-hmm. Ian hosted, and that was fantastic. I was like, I would do that all the time. I'm like, right. I can see where people can't do it because of their money. Yeah. But I'm like, that's almost where I would be like if I was a company or something. So I feel like people just need a little bit more mm-hmm. work. Like work yeah. on themselves, but I, maybe right. that's just me. That's my idealistic way of thinking of it because I'm like I would prefer to mm-hmm. get better at stuff, yeah, and then go like even like I know when I've auditioned for a show where I'm mm-hmm. like I really I lucked out. I'm a man that auditioned yeah. because I got in, but I'm like I've, there's certain shows that I've worked really hard to mm-hmm. audition for, and certain ones, that, and I'm like again being a man, I think that makes it easier. But, it, it is definitely because I don't have the competition, but. Um, no, I don't know. There's stuff like that, especially yeah. with musicals. That's where I, for a while I was so much in my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. But if I knew, like, there was ways to do, uh, like, I would have taken, a, a, like, an Ian short acting class mm-hmm. or, like, yeah. like, Acacia or yours or, like, whatever, who I would have one. Like, normally it's just, like, <clears throat> also, like, time-wise and stuff like that. And I don't, I, I think we also. Money. Money. I'm sure money. a lot of people yeah. are money. They can money barely make money one, doing one right. thing. I think that we don't get the opportunity to try and to play yeah, like we want to. Yes. In that, you know, if you get into a show, you may have a little time at the beginning. It depends what you're doing. Depending yeah. on what you're doing and where you're The ones that are yeah. for money now, like if you're looking it's at the big companies that are like Cat Co. or Shortmore yeah. Stage, no offense to either of them, their rehearsal processors are really short. Mm-hmm. So you know, I mean, anyone that knows putting on a show, like mm-hmm. you're like, you don't get to play. Nope. Those people that are in that show do not get to play around for that character. Nope. They don't get to like experiment a little bit with how this is going to go. They have to make quick decisions and smart decisions. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Well, and you have to come in being And that's ready. where I'm like, I'll see some of the shows and be like, oh, if I had one more week of direct or one yeah. more week of rehearsals. Right. And I would. Yeah. Then I'd be like. Well, and I think that that's having done a couple of those short rehearsal periods, yeah. even on the stage, we're like, wow, this is a completely different show than it yeah. was last week. Yeah. Or yeah, once you get like under your belt mm-hmm. a little bit, like you get runs, mm-hmm. Priscilla. Mm-hmm. So we had a four week rehearsal. I'm like, I'm still doing drag. I'm like, I have yeah. to learn. To, we're doing makeup, drag, blah blah blah. I'm like, that's more than anything else. Plus, you're doing the story arc or whatever. And I was like, uh, Did you do your own makeup for Priscilla? Uh, the majority of it, but Q Jones yeah. taught us all. Okay. Like we had a tutorial, and then yeah. we had it like all written down, and we did it in oh, order. Wow. And then of course, the more you did it, the more you got comfortable with it. But yeah. I'm like, that's a lot. I'm like, and, and we're getting paid but you're not mm-hmm. it's still i'm like i'm working my regular job yeah that's true. I'm like so i'm like i'm not <laughs> not able to like do as much as you want yeah. and i don't know you can just see that like that's where that's one where i was like oh another week or two would have been nice yeah. even though i think some rehearsal processes get get, get long they do. but i'll but i've definitely seen shows where i'm like i'll avoid i hate calling something out but i'm like i i, I avoid like and i've been told to avoid like i should from people that are in the show. So mm-hmm. I'm going to preface this that like a short North stage show, mm-hmm. don't go the first weekend because mm-hmm. they're probably barely putting it together by then. Yeah. So then if you wait a week and right. then, it got, then they have more of a flow to the show. And, I think and it's not like anything against them, but I'm no. like, it is the under, like they do a three week rehearsal process right. for a giant show. Right. I think with people that still work regular jobs. A lot yeah, times. they do. It's not like Weather Vane where you're bussing in these kids to work for two weeks and put on a big show mm-hmm. like summer stock. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Sorry. I know you're fine. It goes like that, but I'm like, that's the thing. Like, oh, you get, you get, like, it depends how much of the attention you get for, like, yeah. you can do a sh- great show probably in three weeks, but you're probably not getting someone's undivided attention for three weeks either. You're not. You're getting, and you're also getting the first weekend, somebody who's been doing Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all night, like staying yeah. up too late and you're getting, getting them, up too you're early. Getting a you're worn exhausted. Out and they're like, by the time you're opening it, you're yeah. like, 
that's where like previews run in. Like it's right. nice. We're not on Broadway, but then like you get previews and then you can kind of yeah. see and then you can kind of test what audiences like. Right. But most of our shows don't get that. It's like a product you're giving. A yeah, product, but. you are. <laughs> Here it is. So that's why I've like I've learned to not see. Even like people like yeah. I mean I always I I available light I always talk highly about mm-hmm. and I'm like they even like off people that are in their shows that are yeah. like you know, skip the first week like everyone wants to like normally you're like yeah. we're still trying to figure out our way right um, well and it's I mean every every show's different yeah like you can't expect oh well last night was kind of bad but I I think tonight will be better yeah you have oh, no yeah. idea no idea and it's all based on audience oh absolutely sometimes too because you'll be like it's so funny. Like mm-hmm. You'll just be like, oh, this audience is responding really well. And then you're like, you have to remind yourself that probably tomorrow it's not going to be the It'll same. Be you're going to be wanting Sunday that laugh Monday. there that you got that you didn't it's think. It's not going to happen. <laughs> All right. Uh, dream roll. Dream roll. Um, I always, I, I probably would still stick with Billy Flynn in Chicago. Mm. Just because it has a little tap too and I can tap. And Aww. I like, I like that show a lot. Yeah. Um, it's not. I don't, and it's not the main role. I mean, I like doing a main role, but it's fun to yeah. be a side character. I agree. Um, I mean, besides one that I could conceivably do is that. Like otherwise, otherwise I'd be like, I mean, <laughs> in spelling bee, I feel like I could easily do like a Chip Tolentino. You would be good at Chip. Um, yeah. Because I feel that's very much me already, a very competitive person that would. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's so much about that storyline. I'm like, except for the fact that I feel like I'm a. I might be a little, my looks are a little too Leaf Coney Bear for a Chip Tolentino. Stop but, it. Um, oh my gosh. That show is then, so brilliant. Yeah, it's just well written. And mm-hmm. of course, playing a kid is always fun. It is. I'd say I'm, I'm, I've been pretty fortunate. A lot of the dream roles I really mm-hmm. wanted, I've been a chance to do. Yeah. I've had a chance to do, I should say. Okay. Um, so most of the time it's like either you find a new dream role or maybe like directing more and getting a chance to do that would be yeah. nice. Just to have like a little bit more of... Not necessarily control. Like, I don't want to have control over everything. Right. But it's nice to, like, inspire other people to do mm-hmm. really well and to maybe put yeah. on something that seems a little, you know, like a fun uh, working together and having mm-hmm. a fun outcome. What Sorry, What is your dream show to direct? <laughs> well, I, I, know, I know that one of those is, is happening. Yeah, that's what I was like, wait. <laughs> I mean, I know this, but. Yeah, I was like, wait, is that setting me up for that? Um, I've always, I mean, chamber music is always been one that's yeah. the play and you I are doing do. that yeah. oh I mean I haven't paid for the rights yet so I guess someone could swoop in and do that <laughs> <laughs> but I have the space yeah I have, I have my I have the contract and the money in on the space but, um, so after that what what's your next one I don't know a musical would be fun I'd probably start okay. with a smaller one I'm okay. but I do like um I mean, some of my favorite, like, I love Cabaret, or I would love to actually direct Chicago. Yeah. I just have to get a really good choreographer, because I don't know if I would know. I'm not, like, a yeah. triple threat that way, where I could really I can't choreograph help you a show. Um, my dance skills are slightly, completely under yeah. par. <laughs> or, like, the smaller ones that are fun, like, that don't get done as much anymore. And they're probably going back from college. Like, no one's ever done, um, black, do black patent leather shoes really reflect up? That's, like, a kid's one. Oh. That's, like, well, it's adults playing kids yeah. they grow up and oh, it's fun. in catholic school and then there's one called pump boys and dinettes pump boys and dinettes they did in college that i think is perfect for I like i feel like i've heard of that that's one. like a country music but it's, it's also a review isn't it um ish. a little bit yeah okay i don't know there's stuff that i think something that's not done as much would mm-hmm. be nice like i i realize why certain shows are done a lot more to sell tickets but 
I feel That's like fair. I feel like sometimes if you got, I don't know, you can sell tickets with something that people haven't seen either. Just like I, marketing. Yeah. Marketing's marketing a whole other thing. Could you imagine? Yeah. I can't yeah. imagine being a theater company trying to market yeah. and the ones that are only like pushing it on Facebook where I'm like, it's like you're preaching to your choir here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, well, the people that are going to come see it are already seeing it. We're already seeing it. Yeah. You're, so. you're, 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 I don't know how to like, that's the hard thing to yeah. really sell out without like a name. Right. Like okay. Mama Mia is doing really well. Yeah. People know it. And I love Mama Mia. Yeah. I'm going to go. It's Saturday. It's so good. It's so good. I liked it a lot. Good. I mean, for the most. Oh, yes. I was going to say, wait, I'm not going to, I'm on, I can't talk about it. I loved it. See, this is why the podcast is hard. This is what I will explain to you, is because this is so much like a conversation. Yeah, I almost went right into like, oh, wait a minute. (laughs) I loved this, 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 and this, but I wasn't as thrilled about this. (laughs) That can stay in your brain. But I laughed a lot. I had a really good time. I thought it was really fun. Oh, I'm excited to see it. I do want to ask you, though, where do you see the Jebby Awards going in the future? Like, do you see changes? Do you see... Because you're in a different venue now. Yeah. For cost. For my own cost and mental health. Pay for it, though. Yeah. Well, there I don't... Like, it's more of a... Well, yeah. You're still dealing with it. Still paying for it, but, like, not in a way that... Where the Bluestone was, where Mm -hmm. I was, like, having a huge financial risk. Like, if something happened. Like, if for some reason there was weather or something like that, and I didn't spend... No one came and bought any alcohol, I'd be out... (laughs) A few I thousand dollars. A few thousand dollars. Like no, I mean, if no yeah. one came, yeah, I was like, to the point where I'd be like, that would give me nerve. nerve. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, well, I'm glad people come. I'm glad people spend money. But I'm mm-hmm. like, this makes me feel better that it's just like a, a space that I don't have to worry about that as much yeah. anymore. Um, I don't know. I don't know where it will be. Um, she say I guess I wonder if people will get tired of it at some point or tired of me. Like think about that sometimes where I'm like, and I could see. And normally close friends are like, maybe you should take a year off. And I'm like, well, what would that That'd I think be a weird... people would be devastated if you did that. I really do. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm like, it is weird where you're like having it's an expectation where I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I think that would be like, oh, of course I won the year that he took a year off and doesn't have a real ceremony or something like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I can. Mm-hmm. And normally people are very uh, great about offering help. It's just hard certain things like with like mm-hmm. video editing and things like that yeah. like what are you gonna well you have interviews you know that, like can I, mean, I talk to people i'm the one who interviews them mm-hmm. and does all that so i mean it's a big chunk of time but it's fun luckily i get to talk about theater and yeah and then i get to edit videos where i cry while i watch Aww. them most of the time so Aww. not all the time but there are some like people say some sweet things and you're like i want to include this but I you're know. like but i also can only use like 40 uh, seconds yeah. or people get really restless because no one wants only yeah. the person that really yeah <laughs> you can't are other people as bad as me about talking like, yes. way too much about random things? Um, no, I was going to say as bad as you. I just said yes right away. Yes, they're as bad as you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. No, um, everyone is- has their thing. And I normally try to, I've gotten better because I, when I listen to people talk about shows, I think of it in more of an editing mind mm-hmm. now when I interview them. Um, and I'll be like, that didn't quite come down to something yeah. I could. Certain people like. And I think I would be like this, like a run on. They don't, mm-hmm. they don't, they don't do concise thoughts. Yeah. Um, certain people don't have a lot of uh, descriptive words that are different than others. Like everything can't be good. That was they were really good. You've, like, you've told me that before, and that just doesn't yeah. work for right. video clips. It like, is, the genuineness of it does. Like, if someone's saying something, it really, if yeah. it comes across as a nice, genuine comment, like, I can tell when people are not very genuine mm-hmm. either. <laughs> or you're like, oh, they were nice. Because normally people don't, like, 
certain people yeah. probably are better than others. I'm sure some people have fooled me, but like for the most part, you can tell when someone's like not as like gung ho to say something really, really nice about yeah. something. And I don't. That's why I try not to force people to right. either. Um, yeah, yeah. That's probably yeah. Some people get a little too drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I had a couple examples of that last year. Yeah, one's become like the hit, and I love. I love. I mean, I love Nick and Cape. They're but their interviews sometimes can go like hours. Like it's the <laughs> oh hardest gosh. one for me to edit. I even la- I tell them I'm like, yeah. you know, I <laughs> this is fun, but like, it's a lot of material it's to edit. <laughs> well, I always think that I give way too much, mm-hmm. but I also am there in the morning. So yeah, we're you're normally pretty sober. And you're normally pretty pretty quick. sober and quick and yeah. And sometimes when it's two, and then the two thing has gotten more popular, two people at once. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, sometimes it's weird watching someone else talk. Yeah. Unless, I don't know. If it gets a nice dynamic, then I understand Mm -hmm. it. Um, You mean two two people together? Yes. Well, Nick and Kate started that, like with the whole being together. And then other people have kind of jumped on that bandwagon a little bit or wanted to have their interview together. And sometimes sometimes it works really well. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes it's like, you can only watch... One half of the person, one half mm-hmm. of the group, talk the majority of the time, and the other person just kind of sitting there and agrees. Them. Either, and they may not agree. Well, they, sometimes they do, and then, yeah. and, but they don't either. Yeah, they, it right. doesn't feel like there's a good dynamic sometimes. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not. I don't know. That's the other weird part. Yeah. It's like, and I try to like appe- like the pa- the fact that people take time out of their life and come do the interview and do all that stuff and want to do it. Then I'm like, okay, like whatever you want, I'll I'll work with that. Yeah. But I'm like, sometimes it just doesn't work as well. Right. I'm like, I know you all want to be Nick and Kate, but <laughs> but I'm like, they have a nice, like right now what they're doing yeah. has definitely hit something. But I'm like, some of the other people you're like, hmm. Yeah. It's just because you didn't want to be up there by yourself. But I'm like, sometimes the other person, the one person doesn't say as much. Right. And then the other person ends up saying a lot or vice versa or Ugh. I don't know, but it's cute. And this year is March 9th. Is March that correct? 9th, yes. Okay. March 9th at the Northern Performing Arts Center. Northern Performing Arts Center. Okay. Oh my God, I have what? to be- so much to do. I know you do. <laughs> I'd offer help, but you know I'm not going to. <laughs> I have to make. I even even like I, the, my the Jebby Awards Facebook page still has the last year's promo thing on it. Yeah, it has you like better, you the, better the, get the on profile this. picture has the right thing. It's hard with Christmas, but the I know. I normally have, and I have I'm to like. And I do all that. <laughs> yeah. But but that's that's this year, and you'll be you usually start turning stuff out in January, don't you? Mm, normally start interviews in January. Interviews in January. This will be interesting. It's a couple weeks earlier than normal. Yeah, so this I, have, is early. I have to figure out my timeline a little bit better in terms the of the nominations. Good. March is always dicey. Yeah. Well, I mean, normally it's it's like two weeks earlier. People will come, Ray. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched Field of Dreams and cried all night last night. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Thanks for having me. My gosh, I love you. Thank you for what you do, too. Seriously. I mean, again, waxing poetic, but I, I think the way that you've really brought people together is fascinating and who'd have thought who'd have thought right? you asked me then i would have never thought this would happen that's for sure <laughs> i was gonna say no it's so cool but. so cool but anyway i love you thank you thanks and thanks for listening oh thanks <laughs> <laughs>